I had to run away and hide. Something happened in the middle of the night. I came inside without a sound. Suddenly my life was turning upside down. All that I could feel was pain, and strangers came and took my soul away. Like a deadly hurricane, I know my life will never be the same. Where do you go when you're by yourself? Who comes along when you cry for help? I know I can't change the past, but as the river keeps flowing, I'll keep on moving on. I'm hoping for. Hi everyone, it's your girl Baller. <laughs> I mean Dr. Baller, and and I'm so happy to be back. I know it's been a while, it's been months, it's been ages, and I know you've missed your dear doctor. I believe so. <laughs> I've missed also being here. I've missed the podcast. I've missed um actually being here to talk about things and share my life with you so in case you didn't know <laughs> this is authentic moments with dr bala so sit still while i bring the juice to you okay i'm sounding like a <laughs> a rap artist right now i i don't really have so much juices to bring <laughs> but i'll try my best to be as original as i've always been as authentic as i always am so i'm one i know you're wondering um what happened though to this babe she went just you know i will and just coming back now <laughs> yeah a lot happened actually 2021 was a beautiful year and it started out beautiful and it was going and it was going and it was going and then alas crash <laughs> I I had an accident. Yeah. I know it sounds sad, right? I had an accident and I was on my way to work. <laughs> I'll come with the juice. Yeah. Let me give you the full juice. I was on my way to work and I had actually been having some depressive um, bouts before that period and I can remember I was just tired, you know, we all get to that corner where we're tired of life and um I can remember I was speaking to my younger sister as we were talking and <laughs> we were talking about work, we were talking about different things and like, ah, it would be cool for someone to actually, you know, die, maybe sleep, <laughs> sleep and not just wake up in the morning, do you understand, um, then actually like the person going all the way to work and, you know, waking up in the morning, going to work. <laughs> and coming home then you know just dying at home like why did the person go to work you know it's still the same date the person died anyways you know all those awkward conversations you have with your siblings and you guys are really talking about awkward things and i was like man i would actually prefer to die on my way to work uh like not going to work <laughs> i'm working a whole day job and then dying that same day you know <laughs> and you know 
next day i was going to work and alas i was involved in an accident thank god it wasn't so fatal um i was on an okada um if you don't know that that's like a bike um but it's a commercial bike like a commercial motorcycle that actually you kind of like open and takes you to places and you pay so i was on a bike going to work and i was actually ordering that day because I, I needed to be at work early and different other things yeah and that was what when i said okay let me just take this continuous you know chains of bike so i got down from one bike got on to another bike and before i left that bus stop another bike came crashing into my leg and you know jammed my leg with the second iron part of the bike and i was just like you know happening right there in front of my eyes i was just like shouting and i felt like i was dying sincerely the pain was severe it was massive blood i just saw blood gushing out it was a puncture wound and i felt like oh i was really praying my bone was not affected and actually i've actually had like <laughs> like four different accidents on that same leg so i felt like oh lord why this leg again my village people want to you know shine and i started praying immediately i was shouting of course on the <laughs> let me not lie i shouted and cried and i was holding the bike man's um, clothes so tightly that you know you know this <laughs> children's grabs that was how firm my grabs was on, on his shirt and it took like two different men to actually remove my hand from his cloak because I was squeezing deep into his skin at the point because of the pain. So later on, I still hopped on the same bike. Yeah, I get coconut head. I know the year what <laughs> I'm saying like I have a stubborn head, a stubborn mind, and I am not easily, you know, <laughs> relentful, or should I say, I don't really easily give up so i felt like the the fastest way also to get to the hospital and you know me avoiding infections getting into my wound so i just quickly hopped on the bike because i didn't want people to start touching the same spot where it's bleeding um you know i was thinking medically so i just got on the bike and i told the i've already told him where i was going so i was like he should still take me and on the bike i can remember i was in severe pain i was thinking what will go on after this accident what will happen will i need to be in cast will i will it just be something easy would there be infection afterwards i was really thinking so much so fast and at the point when i felt like i shouldn't instead of worrying i should be praying i started praying because you know i i was thinking also of the fact that this is not the first or second or third time i'm having accident and like like fatal accidents and that seemed like so i started praying i started praying seriously and um till we got to the hospital and there was a lot of shenanigans that occurred <laughs> nigerian shenanigans when i had got to the hospital and some other things and i think a week after uh I think if I'm not mistaken, I think maybe almost 10 days after I got a cast and that lasted for about six weeks, not really more than six weeks, although it was lower limbs, but it lasted for almost six weeks. And it was also not really the best period of my life. Like it was actually the, the accident was 
one of the best period of my life because it really taught me a lot but also when i'm thinking of the pain and the suffering i went through it was also not the best period of my life like i i went from being this you know up and doing girl active and joyful and bustling girl uh to a lady who was just you know crippled by affairs and just lying down on the bed not moving at all like not moving at all like if i needed even maybe a bottle of water that was a bit far away i would have to call on somebody to get it for me if i needed to do anything I had to call on people around me um that was like in the first week i think before i got the crutches even with the crutches it wasn't so easy because it was painful also to get up from the bed even in the cast it was painful before the cast it was painful <laughs> But the pain started reducing from time to time, from time to time it was getting better. Um, but it wasn't easy at all. I tried my best to um, use those period to actually learn a new skill, like, because I felt like I, I mustn't waste um, the episode. So I learned um, painting, <laughs> like real life painting, like on canvas kind of ish and it was cool it was it was tasking and i also learned um abstract painting should i say i learned it or i started doing it it's like for me it's like inborn so i grabbed my ipad and started you know going through some processes of doing the abstract painting and it was beautiful actually to while away my time doing that and netflix was also a very good you know company I, I wouldn't like like for me I, I realized the importance and efficacy of um, Netflix when I was really down on my bed 24 hours 7 like 7 <laughs> so I I tried my best to also write um, and yeah my loved ones were also there to support me so it was more of I, like I was ill but not ill you know some people used to say oh how is your body are you better now and I used to feel like come on you guys I'm not ill like it's not really I'm like I'm down with one illness I, I didn't really first of all in the beginning like it, it took me time to actually accept that it's actually a form of ill health because I'm not really in my full capacity it's not really like I'm in my usual state of health so it's actually like an illness so and being someone who is not actually someone who falls ill, it was really weird for me because I was like, oh, man, <laughs> and this thing is going and it's going. So it happened September ending and it kept on, you know, Oct September, October, November, December, I was still on this matter. And thank God, really, I thank God for physiotherapy. I really need to talk about the fact that there are different branches of medicine that are really very very efficient for the therapy of people and i've always actually regarded other uh, branches of medicine but you know being ill and being being ill and then being illed um, by the user of another form of therapy was actually very comforting it was very you know for me it was astonishing <laughs> how sometimes i feel like we do not really talk so much about other parts of 
medicine. Like I, I remember there was a time I, I brought a psychotherapist um on the podcast to talk about you know mental health therapy and the need for mental health talks. And you know, I really think I need to invite a, a physiotherapist on my next podcast show. Yay! I just got an idea. <laughs> so I'm going to invite a physiotherapist. So we really talk about the um the need for physiotherapy. Like it's really very necessary. Like I can't really talk so much about it, but the people at my hospital, um in the physiotherapy de- department, they really helped me a lot to you know, recover. As I started physiotherapy, before I knew it, I was using two crutches. I moved to one crutch. Before I knew it, I, I moved to one walking stick. And now I'm I'm walking with walking stick and it's it's a lot more better sincerely and I'm recuperating faster, better. And I'm so grateful to God. Sincerely, like sincerely, I'm so grateful to God and I'm looking forward to total regeneration like more of total recovery and i'll be dancing freely and running maybe at the beach <laughs> running slowly at the beach and i can like i have really missed all these adventures that i used to do and maybe i'll start hiking soon yeah sincerely it's been a rough change for me but it's it has also been a good one um yeah i resumed to work of recent and it's not been easy but i really thank god that i can even actually resume to work <laughs> and be able to you know work maybe not really in my full capacity but at least be able to work um at my place of work because at a point i felt like this is how it's gonna be like but i just continuously remain on this bed will will I return to the function of how my leg was and you know although I anticipated it so much and all that but I'm really grateful that God helped me through this season of my life and I drew closer to God also so (laughs) you know it is at your point of weakness you actually look for a greater source of strength a greater source of hope and that was when I actually you know, starts to be in the embrace of God, to be under his shelter. And I really thank God for the trial I faced at that point. There's a lot of story to that. Maybe I may not share that today. I don't know if I will share that later on, but I hopefully hope to, you know, go deep into the emotional and mental stress I faced um, while I was, um, while I was down with the, situation with my leg but I wouldn't go deep into that now I just wanted to feel you guys in happy new year <laughs> sorry I wasn't here to wish you Merry Christmas but happy new year um this 2022 is actually a beautiful year also <laughs> as beautiful as the other years we've been um, in and I'm very sure it's going to be even more much more beautiful to be to be the answers to our prayers you know when when all our prayers become answered and all the hopes and the wishes and the dreams that we've been anticipating for years would would finally receive you know that answer to it 
like for a friend of mine um okay i wouldn't really call her a friend but she was my patient and um <laughs> yeah i'm this amazing doctor that sometimes um i actually go off you know go off the medical topic for stable patients of course i, I you won't be in <laughs> having an emergency and i'm trying to talk about food with you okay <laughs> i had to specify that because some people actually hear one thing and they hear the other like i'm saying one thing and somebody hears something else and understands something different so that's i'm actually trying my best to elucidate on what i mean <laughs> before i hear there's a doctor that is always existing with patients anyways <laughs> even when they're dying okay that's that's not the situation here so um the patient was quite stable and uh she was coming for follow-up and you know we spoke about she was just talking about how she's doing better with you know after the surgery and everything and i just i just asked her out of the blues i don't know why i asked and i asked her how is do you have a job like and she was like no she doesn't have a job and that's one of the greatest headaches that she, she has she has been faced with you know getting a job and it's been really difficult this was last year that we spoke about that and i was like ah, she shouldn't give up and you know um she should try and learn a skill while she's still waiting you know applying and all that she should apply herself also um at home you know learning new skill and start doing and maybe sell from home this thing you you learn and she was like yeah she does later work but she doesn't really be doing it so much and you know as we spoke more i realized she was really depressed about the whole thing of the job so i tried to encourage her and you know make her feel better and hope also hope in something good that will happen soon although i didn't really it wasn't like i had an answer for her or i had a job actually waiting in my second organization or third organization it's not really like i had an answer but i just felt like i should encourage her you know like she really looked um down so i think when i got home um she collected my number i gave her my number so when i got home i remembered i had some letter that i bought you know and kept somewhere i actually started learning how to make um leather bags but because of my work um my medical work i couldn't um you know <laughs> do the leather work because it's actually time consuming like very time consuming you can't really have a nine to five or nine to whenever job and um also be doing leather work it's like impossible so i had some of those leather um parts and you know tools so I, I i called her and i was like i told her i wanted to give it to her like for free and so she could work with it and she was like okay on the next clinic visit that which would be in the new year that was like after january first like she would come and you know she would collect it from me so actually i didn't she i think she didn't get across to me to when the next clinic visit would be or i didn't really remember about the next clinic visit and that was when i saw her and she was so happy like you know imagine seeing somebody before and the person was looking so down um and you know tired and everything and they seen them like a week or two after i think two weeks two weeks after and they're looking like men 
they're flying it's almost as though they're flying in the sky the way you see their face so lit up and all that so she she looked so joyous and i was happy that she even looked better but i didn't know there was something even better that occurred to her i was just thinking the fact that she has found hope um despite a situation and you know i happen to be also the one that saw her so um like sora and in the clinic so i she got to, to tell me that she got a new job and i'm like are you serious and she was like just like on the 31st like the crossover night i think i'm using too, too much of the word like so i really need to stop that and i'll be conscious starting from now so um she she received the message on um the crossover of that first first and it was a job um congratulations message about a job that she has actually been you know enthusiastic about and wanting to do but she never really got a confirmation letter from them or a confirmation message and she applied i think um a, a long time ago i reapplied again recently but she really didn't get anything and she was so happy we see the joy on her face she was like thank you for making me believe you know so even hope for something good and that actually for me made my <laughs> my month like the month of january it made me so happy so fulfilled you know thinking of the fact that oh she came as a patient of course we pushed up and she was doing well but there was something even hitting her deep within and i was grateful to god that i was able to be there at, at that point of you know the lowest point that she was in and you know to encourage her i don't know what could may have happened you know and we hear stories around about people who commit suicide and then we see outcome this person was happy this person always had support this person was always you know here and there this person was this person didn't really look like there was something <laughs> wrong with them but i feel like sometimes we, we need we need to you know be open-hearted where we when we're open-hearted we see beyond the smiles we see beyond also ourselves like we we're not just overwhelmed by our own needs that we we miss out on the opportunity to be there for somebody else in their greatest point of need like we should seek out to put a smile on people's face we should um seek out to love people we should we should be there for people and not seek to bring people down seek to make them cry seek to you know bring out the worst in them like we're meant to bring out the best in people as humans and i feel like in the world around humanity is being lost i feel like in the world around we're having more issues with the fact that people are losing empathy it's becoming a world with apathy apathy man please do do check the dictionary about the <laughs> about the pronunciation because right now i'm losing the pronunciation i think it's apathy yeah apathy <laughs> 
Why did I just call it a party? Okay. <laughs> okay, scramble that part away. <laughs> yeah. But becoming people who lack empathy and are becoming people who are just, you know, full of apathy for other people. Like, it's like we don't really care. And that's what people say. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Like, it's good to actually care about yourself. I, I preach also the need for self-love do not be mistaken it's essential that we care about ourselves because that's when we actually can care also for others but i feel like we should not become too engrossed in ourselves that we do not see other people that we do not see their need or bother to even care about their needs i know we cannot answer everybody's needs we cannot be there for everybody but at least be there for one person at least um be there for that one person that you know needs your help and is looking towards you for help like i feel like one one drop can actually change the whole um content it can change the whole taste of something just one drop and just that one drop of positivity can change a whole lot in a person's life like i'm sincere someone who is actually having a rough day a rough life like you can just not know i can remember i got talking with some people and um and they were like are you serious you had an accident like you were bed reading in a way come on come off it like i would never have known you post on whatsapp as though everything is cool you're laughing you're you know <laughs> posting paintings and all that so i felt like you were good and i'm like in my mind i'm like man you were wrong like i was that was like the worst period of my life I actually did share about those things. I actually also shared about the period where I was crying. But man, maybe they didn't get to read those posts. But whenever they got to read my posts, it was the joyful ones they saw. And from that, they held on to the fact that I was joyful. So sometimes what you see or what you think of someone may not actually be what it is. So we should actually also, if you're a Christian, nudge into what the Holy Spirit is directing you to do. And... Even if you're not a Christian, we have a heart and I believe that heart beats and I believe we have emotions that flows, you know, we, we feel, we feel anger, we feel joy, we have a conscience and that should actually help us to judge well where we do the right things, where we seek out to be another person's you know support backbone we need we all need a backbone we all need love and care from other people i'm telling you no matter how hard you feel like i don't care what they say i don't care what they do i don't care what they think but there's still a part of us that cares um we care 
for people to care about us. We we want people to care about us. We want to be, you know, seen when we walk into the room. A part of us yearns for that. And I think it's a natural thing. So we should actually seek to uplift people and not bring them down. That's what I'm saying here. Um, I think this January, I think that would be what I'm asking people to be intentional about. Um, a student was lost um, in Lutz and, you know, I went to the candlelight and I, you know, the things I heard about the student was lovely things, lovely things being said after he had died, after he had committed suicide. I don't know if he has that, if he has how people think about him so often. I don't know if he has that from his friends or from those people regularly but they really had a lot of good things to say about them and that's how we have with humans like with other people around us we have lots of good things to say about them but majorly we tend not to say those good things and whenever we tend to express how we feel about somebody or what we feel most times we tend to express the negative things and it's not really good like we should seek to actually share the good parts while that person is alive we should seek to let them know how much impact they they have been to us how much how much grace we've learned from them let them know how we just like their smile <laughs> how we just love the fact that they are there how we appreciate their thoughts let people know how you feel genuinely about them let them know how you feel sincerely let them know and let's not wait until we see a r.i.p before we express genuine things like people are going through a lot you just never know just because of we know how to box or put our emotions the negative ones in little boxes doesn't mean we're not all struggling with different things and that's why we're, we all need to be generous and yeah I'm calling us to be generous to put others um, as we'll put ourselves like to put them in that position that we'll cherish as much as we cherish ourselves let's cherish other people let's cherish their presence let's cherish their um, <laughs> their being who they are I just hope this changes how we behave like what's the point of being mean to someone what's the point of plotting against someone like you know I think about it what do we stand to gain what do people who do that start to gain like their thoughts are always about how do they do evil or how how do they bring this person down and i'm telling you that kind of thoughts is for me is just like almost like a cancer of the mind and it's such mind is never peace, peaceful but a mind that does good things a, a heart that cares for others there's this river of joy and peace that flows from such hearts and i believe that is how God would love us to actually behave towards other people. How it's meant to be, I believe. We can be there for people before they give up on themselves. 
or even while they've given up on themselves, we can be there, practically there when they needed us most. And yeah, if you're out there and you're cons- maybe you're depressed, you're you're facing a really rough patch in your life, and you feel like is this going to be over soon? Like you feel like is this me? Is this really happening to me? Like what in the world is this? It's it's unbelievable. You feel like it's hard for you to accept even the rough patch or the the bad circumstance you're in. First of all, I'll ask you to not lose hope, but also accept this. It's happening. Yes, it is. You feel the pain. You feel the you feel the frustration. You feel the hunger, but still, it's because of your humans and you have feelings. You will feel them, but don't let this decide. You know what happens next. Because, yeah, I know you may not be so in control of what happens next, but believe me, you're still in control of your feelings. You are the one in control of your feelings, and you are the one in control of how you choose to, you know, let your feelings own your decisions, like how you, you, you let your feelings direct your decisions that you make, actually, due to the, to the situations you're facing. I know you have fears and I will ask, ask you to push past these fears, press on despite the fears. I may not know how long um, this rough period is going to last. I cannot say one month or one week, maybe less, maybe more, but whatever period this rough patch is to last, how you manage your emotions during this would actually help you to learn a lot from this. It will help you to grow from this. It will help you to push past this. It will help you to conquer whatever it is. I once had a I had a patient today who, um, who is so afraid of going undergoing any surgical procedure because of he fears he fears that he may die. But the condition he has may be a malignancy that could also kill him. So he's so afraid to undergo a procedure that may diagnose that he has a malignancy. And the first doctor who saw him already was already thinking of a definitive therapy for him and was planning for a definitive therapy, but he declined it, which was going to be surgery because he doesn't want to die. And that was like a year ago. And this is a year after, and his condition is much more critical now. He's still alive, but there are lots of things that have occurred um, that has also reduced his quality of life. But he still holds on to that fear because he feels that fear is a strength to keep on pushing on. But, you know, I was able to cancel him today, and 
and you're counseling him to see the importance of pressing on despite the fear of hoping for the best you know I was able to make him see that this fear is actually the one that would kill him before even the illness does and because the illness actually will still kill him but he's already chosen to lose the battle because of this fear is that he has already surrendered to this death that is coming his way without fighting without <laughs> trying he has chosen that point of you know being a loser because of he doesn't even want to try to see if he if he could win it if he could battle it i'm not saying it's easy um to just choose that yes i want to fight this but most times in life also we see ourselves running away from making critical decisions because of fear that we may lose because of fear that we feel like things are going to get more worse even though we know a part of us knows that it could get a lot of it could get more better but we just have that fear already deciding for us so you know when he listened to me give different expressions you know i was using day-to-day -day explanation of how you see a bump and you don't just wait for that bomb to detonate especially if you're for example in a place where you feel like you're trying to protect the building or there's a lot that you're going to lose in that building what will you do is it that you take that bomb and try to trade fire as far away as from the location that you're in or you try and detonate that bomb while you're there but you don't just sit down with the bomb or you try as much as possible to run away from the building if you can <laughs> run as fast but most times in films you don't just see, you see them trying to detonate the bomb or take the bomb away as far away from the building before it detonates or something like that and i was like yeah you have a problem sitting inside that building with the bomb without moving without you know even talking about like calling 911 for example it's not going to make the bomb stop the, stop the ticking the bomb is still going to set up and it's still going to blow and destroy the whole building and destroy the lives there so not doing anything doesn't solve the situation but trying at least makes you it gives you the adrenaline that i tried there's this rush of victory even before you actually win that rush of i'm going to beat this that rush of i can do this that's that rush of it's possible though it seems impossible there's so much positivity that comes from that than you sitting in fear sitting in anguish and worrying so when i give that example 
And I was like, you know, seasonal and the, you can't really, you can't return the, the building to the state it was or save the lives that the building crush, the, the, the bomb crushes when it, when it finally sets up. But at least by trying to, you know, stop the bomb from, from going off, you can actually maybe save the building and save the life. So I was explaining the the need, the reason why he needs to try, why he needs to push and keep on trying because that's how we win our battles sincerely. We don't win our battles by just looking at them. We win them by actually fighting and conquering them. So if this is your call for you to fight whatever it is that you're facing um for you not to give up if you're going through depression you you can reach out to me and i would direct you to the best psychotherapist and who can help even i know there are some free available therapists who are willing to help if you're going through anxiety if you're going through um, a very bad situation and you feel like <sighs> that's the end I could help in praying also and help in any way I can but um, let's not stay in in relinquish to whatever it is fighting against us let's also fight back and yeah let's stay hopeful let's stay positive and speak up also um there are people willing to help more than you can ever imagine and it's when you speak up you find them yeah so um <laughs> i'm about to sign off yeah so now you know what happened to me what's been going on and how i've been living my life yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um like i said i'm going to bring a physiotherapist next to my show because i feel like we really need to know the miracle of physiotherapy like that department is it's undervalued but it is really a very great department i'm not a physiotherapist i'm a doctor as you know but man let me hype them because <laughs> thanks to them and the, the the various methods of therapy that i went through with them um i'm able to stand well and walk around better and i know by god's grace it's get even more better um so yeah so for our next um podcast watch out for the person i'll be bringing in person will be surprised yeah <laughs> so watch out for that and also i have a podcast that i'm meant to already publish i hope i'll do that very soon it's about <laughs> It's a very funny podcast. Should I tell you? It's about how, you know, we're talking about how doctors, male doctors can be stingy in relationship. Are they really stingy? Or is it we women that we are just going with that sentiment that male doctors are stingy in relationships? Anyways, <laughs> you'll find out soon. Uh, I invited some other people who are actually, you know, life partners with doctors to give to give them to give us their view about it 
So stay tuned to this podcast, Authentic Moments with Dr. Bala. Um, share, share. Like if you listen to this and it blessed you, why are you keeping it to yourself? Why shall you not share? Like do not be stingy. This is what I'm talking about. Be generous. Be generous. Share it to your friend. Tell her about this podcast. I'm begging. I am on my knees. Okay, I'm being dramatic. Yeah? <laughs> but please, I beg of you, please kindly share. And um, also you can subscribe to this um, podcast on Oh, on Spotify, yeah. You can subscribe on Spotify and um, one other one, Anchor also, on Google Podcasts also. Please help your your sister. And yeah, another news. Pardon. I have lots of news. Like really, I've been, I've been doing a lot of things. I finished up with my studio and I shall be bringing you some YouTube, some YouTube videos. Oh Lord, is good. And finally, this your girl is gonna have a YouTube channel. So come and support your girl. Come and support your favorite doctor. I beg you on my knees. Okay, <laughs> I am begging. I need your support, and I really need your your kindness. <laughs> I need I need as much people as I can to watch and support me, so I don't, you know give up immediately as i start yeah your support is highly appreciated i'll tell you more about it it's not your house actually my i still it's still in the process of being made and once my podcast um no my youtube video is up and running i'll let you know uh thank you so much for staying tuned god bless you love you as always see you in the next podcast I'm hoping for a better life Praying that nobody's story Turns out like mine The only thing I know is fear Even those with good intentions Disappear All that I could feel was pain A stranger's came and took my soul Deadly hurricane I know my life will never be the same Where do you go when you're by yourself? Who comes along when you cry for help? I know I can't change the past But as the river keeps flowing
more music on TrendyBeats.com.